From the red carpet to the celebrity street style hairdos and hair don'ts, this is Get Trust With Us. Here's your host, ladies and gentlemen, Us Weekly's beauty director, Ms. Gwen Flamberg. Hey guys, it's Gwen, and you're listening to Get Trust With Us. Well, here I am in the studio, you guys. It's August, and I am with my cohort, Mr. Travis Cronin. Oh, hello. Happy summer. Happy summer. Have you been going to the beach, Travis? I have been going to a lot of different beaches. Yeah, you know, beaches do, do the soul right. Absolutely. What do you wear when you're on the beach? I wear like a boxer brief sort of trunk. So like a shorter trunk than you'd think, but like definitely not a Speedo. Got it. Got it. A truncated trunk, if you will. A trunk, some flip-flops, <laughs> and a lot of sunscreen. A lot of sunscreen. But Which you- I've only recently come around to like really loving the sunscreen. Great. As soon as I saw some age spots come up yeah. and like some hyperpigmentation and just unevenness, I, I was like, all right, here we go. Let's grab that high SPF and reapply every two hours. That's exactly right. Well, you're doing the right thing. But yes. not everybody does the right thing. No. And you've got your Isle of Paradise. I too. Faux glow. Going. Look at how nice this glow looks. Yeah. Not a streak in the house. It's true. It's very perfectly applied. Thank you, you do look very even. Thank you. But you're a common even human no matter what. I try. I try. So when I'm on the beach, you know, I wear my bikini, but then I wear a caftan. Like mm-hmm. I am covered and I sit under an umbrella. Mm-hmm. With a hat too and sunglasses. I don't wear a hat, but I do wear sunglasses. I kind of like, I've got so much hair, like truth be told, (laughs) I make sure that I don't have any visible part showing because I learned as a kid, it was like, if I wasn't wearing a hat, if you have a part in your hair, the part gets burnt. And then not only does it hurt like a mother, but then when it starts like flaking off, I mean, I you've it's got so like gross. something like dandruff. Not cute. Really big pieces totally of not dandruff. Cute. Totally not cute. So I like take off my caftan for literally, my friends make fun of me, like <laughs> like approximately 10 to 15 minutes. I call it my vitamin D therapy while I have my SPF 50 or 70 on. But I am getting a little bit of vitamin D therapy. But then yeah. the rest of the time, I'm with my, I'm my caftan. I like that. I, I try to stay out in the sun. I'll stay out in the sun for like a few hours, but I am very rigorous with suntan application. Yeah. You do, I do the 90 on the face. I do that 50 sweat, waterproof, crazy, and I'm just always reapplying, especially on like the shoulders, decolletage, tip of the nose, all, all of those it. fiery you be, red And you got to put your, like, I put my sunscreen on first thing. Me too. Like after I brush my teeth, before mm-hmm. I get dressed in the morning, mm-hmm. I do my first layer of sunscreen because that's laying down a foundation. But most people don't do it when they're naked and they should. They should. It'd be a good way to do it. All right. So umbrellas. Let's just talk about beach umbrellas for a second mm-hmm. because I was at the beach this weekend yeah. out in Amagansett. With one of my best girlfriends, Joe Ellen, Joe Ellen Smith. Love her. Okay, you know what Joe Ellen brought to the beach? What? An umbrella screw. Have you guys ever seen this? No. I believe she got it at either Target or like <laughs> Walmart or one of these places. It is a screw. Literally, like it looks like a giant screw. Oh, to dig into the sand. It digs deep down into the sand, and it is a base oh, for the beach umbrella. So you never have to worry that your beach umbrella is going to blow away because, you and know. Impale somebody. Mine often does, and then I'm afraid that I'm going to, you know, decapitate a young child uh, on the beach. And I you never want to do that. that all the time with beach umbrellas. So it was, like, really amazing. I was, like, totally, you know, on my beach blanket raising Daisy Jones in the six. I've heard that's good. It's amazing. No, everyone loves that book, though. All right. So we're like dispelling, we're we're giving away some of our best beach secrets, but we have an amazing expert. We sure do. Who is coming on the podcast today, who is going to teach you guys all about like sun safety and sunscreen hacks and everything that you need to know to get through August with, you know, gorgeous skin that's also safe 
skin because I've had skin cancer twice, mm-hmm. basal cell. Yes. Thank God it has been eradicated. Thank God. Um, but, you know, you just – you don't want skin cancer. And also, by the way, like – you don't want to look like a wrinkled old leather handbag. Right. And it's not older. just wrinkles. The skin spots, the hyperpigmentation, All the of loss it. of collagen. All like of it's it. really bad. Yeah, it doesn't really look healthy, guys. So you know what? We are gonna call up Dr. Dendi Engelman. She is a celebrity dermatologist who's based right here in New York City. She works with Sofia Vergara. Christina Ricci, many other celebrities that we just can't name. To say she's an expert is an understatement. She's awesome and she knows everything. So let's, should we call her up right now? Call her up. All her. right, let's get Dr. Dendy on the phone. Hello, Dr. Dendy. Hi, how are y'all? You guys, we are so lucky to have Dr. Dendy Engelman with us. So good, thank you. Yes, we are so excited to have you on the line. So Dr. Dendy is... Sophia Vergara's dermatologist and gorgeous Christina Ricci. These are women who have like the best skin in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And of course, just people like me and Travis and, you know, normal, <laughs> normal celebrities, if you will. Well, y'all are making me look good. So thank you. <laughs> of course. And Dr. Dandy, if you guys didn't know, she is a Southern belle, y'all. So we're going to hear a lot of y'all and like some other like fun Southern things. Hope she doesn't bless our hearts. She does bless our hearts all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so See, Travis knows that it's not always sweet when we bless the heart. No, I know that it's not. My boyfriend's from Texas. He blesses my heart sometimes. Oh, really? Oh. It's sort of like uh-huh. a, oh, good thing you tried. It can be cutting. Oh. Yes. It's like, right. bless your heart for trying. Oh, it's kind of like with the recipes. <laughs> it's like with the recipes. Well, bless your heart. Yeah. You tried to get my scone recipe right. <laughs> Shocker that something was missing. <laughs> All right. So here we are, Dr. Dendy, in August. We are at the height of beach season. Are you seeing people come in with sun damage? Are people still like going and laying out in the sun and damaging their skin? Yes. And I'm shocked about it. I mean, they come in for their skin exam and they are mahogany. Oh my. And I mean, that would be embarrassing. So, or they're really sunburned and they've got these crazy sun, you know, um, suntan lines from these, you know, racerback bathing suits or like ones that have openings along, you know, like little diamonds <laughs> along the abdomen. <laughs> and so they have funky tan lines. And I mean, I would be, I would be embarrassed if I were that tan or that burned to even go into a dermatologist's office. It would be like sitting in the pulmonologist's office smoking, really. Exactly. And they come in and they're like, oh, but I just, I wear sunscreen. I don't know. I just get color. And so I feel like they um, often will put on like one tiny little pea-sized amount for their whole body like right. in the morning and never reapply and they're out all day. And so, you know, it's a whole education continuously. We're getting better, but it's still shocking how much we still see people wanting to be tan. And I don't, I don't negate that tan skin or a little bit darker skin sometimes looks prettier. And I don't, I don't say that we don't, ha- we can't achieve that, but I think it needs to be through self-tanners, and not through natural sunlight, and certainly never through tanning beds. Oh, my God. Absolutely. So dispel this myth. It's like, are you getting sun while you're wearing sunscreen? You know, everybody does use that excuse of like, well, I get, I still get color through my SPF 30 and blah, blah, blah. I mean, is that possible? Are we getting a little bit of sun? I mean, it's certainly possible, and we know that even the best, like, mineral sunscreens that are zinc oxide or titanium dioxide-based 
can still, at SVF 100, there still can be some that filters through. It's not a perfect vortex of protection. And so that's why we can't rely on sunscreen alone. We have to be smart with other sun protective measures with like having an umbrella out or um, not going out during peak hours where the sun is at its strongest between 10 and 2 and reapplying is a key thing. Some people just put it on in the morning before they leave the house and then they go sit at the beach for eight hours and they've, they've gone swimming and they've sweated. And you cannot rely on a sunscreen to really protect you for that long without reapplying. Exactly. And so um, the biggest feat of my, of my life was last summer when my two, then two-year-old son finished summer and he had not one tan line. Oh, my and that God. Me, and he was out. You know, <laughs> Hashtag he had, like, winning. The sun protective brass guard and he had a hat. I know. I was really proud because I remember we were like brown as berries at the end of the summer <laughs> and had really significant you know, suntan lines, because I grew up down south and we lived in the sun all, sure. all the time. Um, but, but we also know, you know, even if it's not from a skin cancer perspective, which I am a skin cancer surgeon and just just stepped out of doing, you know, 10 wow. cases this, today. Oh. Um, it, it is, even if you think, oh, I'll never get skin cancer, we will get wrinkles. That and so true. I often apply to people's fans and I'm like, hey, I mean, if you want to look good for the rest of your life, we know that ultraviolet radiation degrades collagen more readily. It'll give you sunspots. It will um, increase risk of hyperpigmentation. So the healthiest skin happens to look the best, too. So either way, however you want to achieve it, whether it's you're afraid of getting skin cancer or you're afraid of getting wrinkles or both. Totally. So how often are you supposed to reapply? So I say as a general rule, it's every two hours or after swimming or sweating. So I have a lot of athletes who go running or they're training for the marathon that's coming up here in New York in November. And um, you have to be mindful of that. Like sweating, you are going to sweat off your sunscreen. And so that's why you want multiple modalities, like a great hat that's going to give you shade. Sunglasses, I I cannot impress upon people enough. It's not just chic, but it's also like the bigger they are, the better. They are. They're giving a lot of protection, not only to the eye, which is susceptible to eye to sun damage, but to the periorbital skin, which is so prone to wrinkling and giving right. it crow's feet and hyperpigmentation and all the things we don't want. So, like as many different uh, defenses as you can apply or uh, uh, put on, definitely do it. We we don't just have one tool to protect us. No, totally. I mean, my friends always used to make fun of me because I was re- reapplying like. I was spraying that can like You're the every, best. every half you hour. Are the best. Well, here's the thing. I am super duper fair skinned. And I was like, as a little kid, I had to wear the hat and sit under the umbrella. I was always alone. Travis mm-hmm. knows this. We've like, yeah. we, we live in the shade. I played my tiny violin for, yes, my, mm-hmm. my sad childhood at the beach where I couldn't play with the other children <laughs> in the sun. But you know what? Now I look younger than all my friends. I do. True that. I do. And everybody compliments my skin. I know. I know. Travis I know, has a question. I want to know. There's so many suntan lotion trends in the last two years. There's all zinc. There's this. There's that. What are your favorite either types or brands of suntan lotion for the face and for the body? Okay, perfect. So I have a few that I love. Um, my favorite daily is one that I wear all, every day, and it's um, it's mineral-based, which most dermatologists tend to love mineral sunscreens the best because they're more effective in filtering out ultraviolet radiation. Wow. Nice. Um, the one that I wear every day is called City Smart. It's by um, 
Elizabeth Arden, and it's got SPF 50, but it also has antioxidants in the formula and a pollution shield. Oh, I need to so try great. this. I need to you get, use So you're this. getting like triple effect. That's great. It's so good. And it, I even in the, on the weekends, if I don't want to wear makeup, if you just have that on because it's tinted, it's almost like a like a BB cream or a CC cream. Oh. It gives you like uniform, pretty tone. It's really nice and it doesn't feel heavy, but you've got the SPF 50 on board and the pollution shield. You know, we think about all the things with the sun that can damage and accelerate signs of aging, but pollution particles are 20 times smaller than our pores. It can really settle in there and wow. cause a lot of free radical damage. Oh, so God. living in New York City... <clears throat> It's really important to have that on board as well. And so that's my daily. Um, I also love one that's also a mineral sunscreen. It's just zinc oxide. Um, it's out of Barcelona, and oh. it's, it's now available in the U.S. It's a company called ISDIN, I-S-D-I-N. Uh-huh. And the name of it has a very fancy name called Arafatona Actinica. <laughs> and it's really good. It also has an enzyme in it that anything that filters through that could potentially be damaging, it has an enzyme to correct that damage before it gets and alters your DNA. So that's really like smart science. Um, And so um, those are two of my favorites. But also too, I mean, of course, those are a little bit pricier because they're, you know, very sophisticated in their modalities. But if patients are on a budget, I always say go to CVS or your local drugstore and look for the baby versions. Those tend to be all mineral, Mm. not chemical and are much more um, much more effective at blocking the sun because we wouldn't put little babies in the in the sun. You just True. would never do that um, unprotected. Like, why do we only baby baby skin? We should baby our own skin. That is so true. Now, what about there are like some supplements that you can take orally that are supposed to like up your natural UV protection. Yes. Do you know of any of those that actually work or is it a bunch of malarkey, as Joe Biden would say? No, there, there are two brands um, that, that do have a fern extract in them. Okay. That, uh, one's called Helo Care, and there's a new gummy one that's called Sun, da- Sun Daily. And they do provide internal antioxidant support to protect against sun damage, but I never, ever, ever want patients to think or, or your listeners to think that that will replace sunscreen. It's right. only going to boost it because it really only conveys about an SPF of four. Oh, wow. So it's better than nothing. And it's certainly great if you like miss that or just to have an underlying level of protection everywhere, but it's not going to replace your sun protective measures. I mean, absolutely not because if It'll four was okay, it. if four was all right, I would just go to old school band of soleil orange gelé, which was SPF four and nothing smelled as good or like looked as sexy. Exactly. Uh, looks or so quite good. honestly felt as sexy. So do you have any sunscreen I, hacks for knowing that you're applying enough? Yeah. So that's the other problem when my patients come in and they're like, but I did use sunscreen. Yeah. They, I believe them. They, they probably did. The problem with a lot of the studies are in the U.S., we, we as consumers do not use the amount that's used in the studies to determine the SPF. So I always say whatever number is on the bottle, divide it by two, and that's probably what you're getting. Mm. Because you need like the amount, like a filled up shot glass for your whole body. Like nobody applies that much. You would go through a bottle in like a weekend if you were doing that, you know, with the reapplications and everything. And so, you know, there was that old controversy of anything over 30 is a waste of money. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't have additional filtration, but it does. It has you know, incremental, the higher the number, the more protection you have. And over a lifetime, that adds up. 
So I'm like, why? it's not like it costs three times as much to get three times the SPF. So just go for the higher amount and get a spray tan. Yeah, totally. I mean, I totally advocate for spray tan. And actually, Travis just probably did one at his desk. So Look at me. I'm so bronzed. <laughs> I, I love paradise. So true. <laughs> All right. So now let's get into the big guns. Let's say the summer has happened. You got a bunch of sun damage. What can you do as a cosmetic dermatologist in the office to help correct any sun damage that people got? Like, is there... Is it better to get sun damage corrected immediately after the summer? Like, what can be done? Are there laser treatments or what would you suggest? So absolutely, there are tons of things we can do to reverse sun damage. So don't despair if you did get a sunspot over, over the summer season. But um, I, we do want to be mindful certain light-based devices or lasers you cannot be tanned for. So we have to wait several weeks in order to safely um, laser away if we've gotten a sunspot or a lot of girls who are on birth control or just from their own internal yeah. hormones will get melasma where it looks like they have pigment above their lips or on their forehead or cheeks. And oftentimes patients will come to me and they're like, I look in pictures, I look like I had a mustache. And it's just because of hyperpigmentation above the lip. It's not hair, but it's just the skin darkens in that area. And of course, girls are like, we want to get this, you know, removed yesterday. And so we can do chemical peels. We can certainly do um, different uh, topical medicines that either have alpha hydroxy or beta hydroxy acids. We can do lasers. We can do all kinds of things to reverse it. Um, but we, it all depends on the degree of sun damage, how dark the pigment is, and your skin type. So certainly go to someone who's board certified and licensed and trained to, to address those issues. Totally. Don't just go to like any laser center or, you know, in, in New York, you can go to like your nail place and there's yeah, like no. a laser <laughs> in the back. Yeah, there, exactly. Yeah. Don't do that. Right? I would advise against that. <laughs> <laughs> but what about if like somebody waits until like eight months later, is it ever too late to remove sun damage? Is it better to do it sooner rather than later? Well, I always I always think you should address it as, as soon as you can. Certainly, um, if patients sometimes think that it's too late, that it's been there for years and they can't break up the pigment, it just may be more of a process. And so what I want is you use the fall and the winter to break up that pigment and get it cleared so that when we're again in the summer months or spring or summer of the next season, that we're not just chasing our tail where it continuously gets more darker and darker. Right. And so I do think if you are starting to see those signs of hyperpigmentation or sun damage, address it as quickly as possible so that we're not having more to correct years from now. Exactly. Now, why did I feel like my mom and my aunt used to go to a Beverly Hills plastic surgeon and they used to do like the liquid nitrogen removal of sunspots? I think that's old school. Is that old school? Is that not done anymore? Yeah, if you have something, and that's, that's a great point. If you have very light pigment, and we call it a solar lentigo, that's the medical term for a sunspot. Sometimes it actually is something called a macular seborrheic keratosis, which wow. is all, you know, <laughs> Latin to everyone. But you can freeze those away. They're very, um, very thin, like kind of heaped up areas of keratin, which is the outside layer of skin. And those can be frozen away and they'll just flake off. But you have to make sure that it's in a patient who doesn't have a lot of innate skin pigment because it can leave a white spot. Because oh, when you I freeze, see. the melanocytes are very cold sensitive 
And so if you overfreeze that area, instead of having a dark spot, it could have a light spot. So we, we really have to be careful with that now because, one, we have better modalities. And two, we don't want to trade a dark spot for a light spot. But in certain cases, that is still a good option. So I'm not saying never. It's just we have other options now where before, years ago, your mom and your aunt did not. Right. It's a great time to be alive. It is. It's what a time Amen. to be alive. It's really important to treat, like, your chest and your hands and, like, all those spots where, like, you get a lot of sun damage. And if you're treating your face, you've got to, like, make the curtains match the the carpet. <laughs> I agree. The drapes. The drapes. I don't, drapes. Even, I don't know. I like... <laughs> I don't know who people are kidding when they like have these like beautiful faces from the chin up to the hairline. And then, you know, from the neck down, it just looks like someone who's 40 years older. So I honestly like treat the face from mid sternum to hairline. That's what I act like, you know, they have to all be confluent and, you know, people, we may only focus on our face when we're looking in the mirror, but when people take you in, their perception is literally anything that's showing. So it's hands, it's neck, it's chest, it's shoulders. So, um, you know, if you're going to protect your face, then that's what a lot of people do as well. Their face will be protected with sunscreen, but they want their body tan. And it, the face is like five shades lighter than their body. Mm-hmm. Right. And that is kind of the mismatch, too. And then the damage follows that. Wow. Well, we learned so much from you today, and I think we'll let you go because you probably have, like, a <laughs> Mohs surgery to do at 4 o'clock. I love when you speak Latin to us, too. It makes me <laughs> it makes me sound smart, just you talking to me. Oh, thank you. I'm going in right now to treat a very famous person that everyone knows. Oh. So I have five more minutes while she comes. But oh, anyway, my God. I um, wish. Maybe, I... Maybe, she'll let me, maybe she'll let me say who it is soon. But um, anyway... I wish. Um, I, we love I when you name love names. Y'all. This we, is the best podcast ever, and I love y'all. Thank you so much for chatting with us. We, we love, love you, too. you, too. Have a great rest of the summer, Thanks. Dr. Dendi. Bye. Okay, bye. Talk to y'all soon. Bye. 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 Travis, I mean, that was just... I just learned so much. I feel practically like I'm a doctor now. Whenever we speak to Dr. Dendi, you just, she's so knowledgeable and she cares too. So she learns stuff like outside of her realm of focus. And she knows how to explain it in a way that like really makes sense. Absolutely. And I love when she uses those fancy science words. It makes me feel smarter just being (laughs) next to her, hearing that even though I don't understand. I'm going to use a mineral sunscreen. I haven't been doing that. I'm going to go buy a baby one next time for sure. Yeah. I always shy away from the baby ones because they're thicker, but you know what? They stay on longer and they protect better. Absolutely. I use like the 90 Neutrogena right now it's on great. my face. That it's one's great. so good. Yeah. It's kind of like you're getting 45 is what she was saying. I know. I'm, gonna, I'm always going to think that way now. Me too. I'm going to see it and cut it in half. When the 30, I'm like, I'm not using 15. <laughs> <laughs> this is in 1994. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to us. If you are going to the beach this weekend, please make sure to use your sunscreen and make it a mineral one. <laughs> please go to usmagazine.com slash stylish all week long for more celebrity beauty tips and tricks. And until next week, when we will be back with another episode of Get Trust With Us, stay gorgeous. Stay gorgeous.